Hello and welcome to season five, episode 11 of the Manic Podcast. That's right, we're still making a podcast. My name's Liam and sitting opposite me through the powers of the internet is a man who the only thing he has on strike at the moment is his love towards me. <laughs> oh, it's Tobias. Yo, 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 yo. We're back. We're back I'd like to say it's, I'd like to say it's been so long that I forgot what you look like, but we've seen quite a lot of each other. We have, we have. Uh, it has been a long time since the last episode. Has. Uh, Liam was in hospital. That yeah, happened. Ag- again. <laughs> again. It's been a regular occurrence. Uh, we had a tour after that point. Mm, not in a hospital. No, no. We, we didn't do the two at the same time. <laughs> Though it looked like it might go that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so Liam's been in a lot. Mm. I've been busy. Yeah. It, it's been a bit of a, a bit it's of a thing a, it, yeah it was kind of a combination of things wasn't it we yeah. were already running behind just before coming on here we were just saying that this season's been a little bit more monthly than than planned yeah this this time we've got a month and a half oh <laughs> uh, but we had reasons i mean yeah this time there was there was hospital then there was other things life got in the way <laughs> even now and this is how much life has got in the way i've got tonsillitis now we're doing a podcast with tonsillitis. Well, I am. No, Liam Liam isn't. Liam's, I don't know, doing his own thing. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, Who knows? My, maybe my kidney will decide to have another another little moment. <laughs> yeah, have a moment. Uh, but yeah, but we're, we're back. Hopefully, mm. we won't be a month between episodes this cool. time. Cool, so it's we'll just... see you for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we won't see you for? Father's Day. No. This was meant to be a Father's Day episode, mm. and well, that's a bit late now, isn't it? The thing, so... is, that, the thing is, that I went into hospital on Father's Day. Oh, well, that was a nice little celebration for you. Yeah, because I had all my stuff packed to go to go spend it with my kids, and nope, the, the no. bag. Weird, well, actually, the bag, I don't know. It bag, made it all about you. Pat, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it was weird because I I rung the ambulance, and they're like, "Right, you need to go to A and E." I was like, oh, I know what happens when I go to A&E. I end up staying. You I was like, luckily, I have a bag packed already because <laughs> I was going away for the weekend anyway. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, I've got a nice bag packed. But yeah. So anyway, th- this is not a health-related podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> so obviously the other one we should do. It's been, obviously, this this episode has, has almost happened a couple of times. And it's had different themes in the planning yeah, phases. Yeah. Yeah. Like initially we were like, let's do fathers. Let's do a Father's Day thing. Didn't happen. No. Then we discussed. Did you say remakes? I think that's remakes what we were gonna do. was going to be a thing. And as I just joked before, we're now we've remade the, the the theme. So now to kind of time to tie in with with current events to be a little bit more like um topical, we're going to discuss things affected like, by uh, topical. <laughs> topical. We're gonna. Look at things affected by writer strikes, um, and yeah, yeah, writer strike because obviously there's a writers and actors strike going on in America right now. We are not in America. We're not striking. We're not. Uh, but you know, it's it's a big deal. A lot of shows are and um, shows and films are being put on hold at the moment. Mm. Uh, the Emmys has just been like cancelled, delayed. I guess. Well, has it? Well, no actors can go and promote any of the work. That's true. So no, they've, there's no point. Nobody would be there. Um, but That's yeah, so there's there's a lot of stuff going on. Apparently, I think I read that a big meeting's meant to happen like next week, which might bring an end to all the striking. Um, 
but there's already been quite a shuffle because of it. I think Sony have pushed back a load of films. I think Marvel have pushed back some films. Yeah, everything's the, the writer's strike initially was pushing things back and then it became an actor strike as well. So um, there's been, I mean, a bit of hoo-ha because not, not every actor's going on strike. I think Stephen Amell of uh, Arrow fame, he's basically argued against it. Uh, but now I haven't seen this myself, but a partner, Carly, she's been telling me that she saw Jack Black uh, doing, doing the strike picket fence. Uh, and someone said to him about the fact of you know why is he striking he gets paid enough mm. um and his answer back was well and th- i think they said you don't need two jobs and he went actually yes i do essentially tenacious d is his second job yeah something fair. that's not acting so yeah <laughs> we, we we need more money Liam, for the acting i feel like the problem is if we go on strike, we we just don't do anything ever again because I feel like no one's going to meet our demands. I mean that's accurate. I mean I don't know. I've never tried. I've never been on a strike. Have you ever been part of a strike? No. 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 I've not really been in in a place to or or even really a, a career to. There's Two a lot of strikes going on generally. Obviously, yeah. as, obviously relevant, and we'll be going into this a bit on this podcast. Writers and actors affect actually what we're podcasting. It's literally yeah, yeah, that is literally about. our but thing. This year here in England, teachers have been striking. The railways have been striking. We've currently got um, young doctors striking. Yeah, so. A lot of people are striking now. Post strikes, we've rail strikes, we've had all the strikes. I think really there's been a big movement ever since we came out of Brexit. Not Brexit, I didn't mean Brexit, that was a whole different problem. Uh, Threw a Brexit card in there. I didn't mean to. (laughs) We're British, it's what we've got. I meant COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I meant COVID. After COVID, a lot of people see work in a different way now, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Um, it's all it is big, and it is obviously you. I mean, you can't really go online. We we both, I think, spend a fair amount of time on like TikTok. Yes. And a lot of the influencers can't even do what they normally do because it's normally promoting films. Um, and I I've seen a few of them discuss. They don't. They didn't know how to handle it, and apparently the rule for them is. They should carry out promoting the thing that they had been contracted to promote, but they shouldn't take any new work whilst the the strike's going on. So, like, finish projects you've already kind of committed to. Yes, finish that work. If you're promoting a film that you've been employed to promote, yeah. then do that. Cause, yeah, because I suppose that you've already basically signed your thing for that you you've agreed to give your fee really mm. that's not like a strike now and changing what you're getting going forward it isn't gonna affect what you've already got contracted yeah uh, that'd be but, like going okay i've been part of a strike and this is the new wage i now need it backdated the last 10 years because everything i've done now needs to be at that rate 
Yeah. Which is actually yeah. what one of the arguments they're talking about about the um the young doctors ones because they're saying about it, there should be a level of backdate. Um. They're saying I don't know. I'm not. Spend, I'm not. I'm not up to speed with it. If I'm. We have the radio on at work a lot, and they they it is one of the big topics to talk about, and it's just because they're saying about there should be a certain amount included because there wasn't a rise with inflation where there should have been with the wages. Yeah. So they're saying it should be either enough to, to, to kind of level out or there should be some form of compensation from it. Yeah. But as we said, we're not part of that and it's confusing. Yeah. Um, so we're barely part you, of this one. <laughs> you suggested that we should, well, discuss like shows that have I thought it'd been... be interesting to kind of look at things that have been affected by not necessarily this strike. We can, but well, like other strikes. Like there's the big two thousand and like seven and earlier one. I have I haven't done a lot of research. I can only really name two series off the top of my head. But one I literally Okay, so the one I'm not gonna talk about mm. is I Heroes. Yeah, Heroes, Heroes is one of the big ones, isn't it? But I learned something, some fresh knowledge uh, the other day, and it was because of the strike going on now that it was talked about, because people were going, okay, well, what shows had been affected? Um, and actually it had a bigger ramification than just halting production. Hmm. Um, and it was Family Guy. Apparently, so the actors, like, well, the writers went on strike, but obviously when it's Seth MacFarlane, he's everything to do with the show. Yeah. Um, but apparently, so they shut they shut down, but the network completed three episodes without Seth MacFarlane's permission. Oh. Because they'd filmed certain things and they'd done things, but obviously. <sighs> There's a lot of ad-libbing that goes on. There's a lot of rewriting, you kind of tighten things. Um, they didn't do any of that. They just took what had been recorded right. and put it out Ooh. without Seth MacFarlane knowing. That feels naughty. <laughs> Apparently, three episodes went out, and it ruined their working relationship. It well, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a breach of trust, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and apparently, you can tell, because apparently the episodes aren't very good, because they obviously hadn't been tightened. Well, yeah, they I mean, you, you write scripts, you know that the thing you yeah. write initially is probably not the final product. No, you, you tweak things. Um, yeah, you, you especially when you start reading stuff as well, you go, well, that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, but no, so I don't know if that was actually, because I do know. I, I would imagine Seth, Seth MacFarlane's a bit of a perfectionist. I, I, it comes with the territory. I'd yeah, say. I imagine he's quite specific about it. Yeah. Um, so out. I think literally they changed channels, did they? I think at the time. I mean, I know that generally Family Guys had a, has jumped around. It's channel hopped. It kind of it was cancelled by Fox a few yeah. times. It's been it, it was at MTV at one point, wasn't it? Well, I think this was actually Seth MacFarlane moved it. After they went ahead and did episodes without his permission. Yeah, you can't, you can't trust them now. Because you, yeah. you know that if, if something doesn't go their way, they'll try and overrule you. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was the biggest deal that I know about. But in talking about that, I'm going to reference a film that's just been halted now. Right. But it's something that was, it was a talking point. 
So they have recently been filming Deadpool 3. Yeah. Which is the first Deadpool in the MCU. Now, we have had um, action shots from the set. Uh, we've seen Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in his iconic yellow, yellow suit, which first time really seeing like live action version of that. Um, and bits and bobs, which all I guess class as spoilers, really. Yeah. But, but, and this is a bit of a worry considering the popularity of the previous two Deadpool films. They've they've been filming during the writer strike. Yeah. But they've had a massive weight put on it because Ryan Reynolds is billed as a writer. And therefore I saw about this. He can't ad lib. He can't add anything that isn't already scripted. Which is bad for something like that. Yes, because it's honestly it's his ad libs that make a lot of the film work. It does make you think, well, what effect is it going to have on the quality? I mean, I'm going to hope that. I mean, I've thought two things here. Maybe they had enough decent material that they went, you know what? This is good enough. We can work with this. A lot of it was action shots. There's clearly a fight sequence of us that happened. Yeah. And also, he's wearing a mask throughout all of it, which means at a later date, you could dub lines in. You could. Yeah, that's the good thing about basically uh, anything where your, your your face is covered. Yeah. You can kind of get away with that. Uh, but obviously, you know, there is so much ad-libbed comedy that goes into those films. Not just the Deadpool films. There are other comedy films that do it. But to be hampered in such a way, literally because Ryan Reynolds is billed as a writer on the show, on the film, uh, it does make you go, well, are we going to get the best quality thing? Uh, obviously, you suggested a theme. So, what what do you want to bring to the table? Well, I I, I had a, I had a li- little bit of research, not loads, because there's a couple things that kind of also spring to mind. Like, as, again, you mentioned heroes, but like the same kind of thing. Lost was obviously affected by it as well. Um, all but any show around that time really was kind of affected by. It. You're right. I don't know if it's... you can hear it. It has started raining so hard. And my French doors are open, which means I can hear the conservatory. So oh, I'll tell I, you what. I'm just going to close the door. <laughs> yeah, you do that. I could hear it for a sec, but now I can't. I, it's really loud here. <laughs> okay, be back in a second. Okie dokie. He has got up. He has gone to close the doors of his house. I mean, I would be terrified to sit with the doors to the outside world while I was recording i have to lock the door to my flat like downstairs every time i i'm here anyway and i said to him no tobias don't put that there but he put it there I, and that's, I gotta put that's it there. The stuff. It was always going to put it there it was always it was destiny <laughs> it was destiny um as i said obviously like th- 
big big ones are like Lost got got delayed. There was issues with it, but bi- all big shows around that time were affected somehow. But I was trying to find different things that it wasn't just like oh well this, there was a bit of a break between the seasons, oh. like actual impactful things. So I found two season two shows, both of which have been mentioned before because one of them is is a is just a fun series and I can't remember if you've seen Pushing Daisies. Oh yeah, no, we we watched it at the same time. It was yeah. Really- well, it basically, was good, yeah, I, I was but... looking. I was. I didn't realize it was affected as much as it was by the the writers' strike. Basically, the writers' strike was announced about a month after the first season came out, and because of the writers' strike, there was about a year extra between season one and season two, and because of how much delay it was, and how new it was, and how niche it was so much of its interest and fan base dropped off and it ultimately it led to its cancellation okay it's not obviously it's not the only factor but it led towards yeah. it and then then they ended up cutting the final season short and then all the writers had to scramble to write this ending so it kind of shows you like not everything survives properly from a writer's strike because you don't have as i said the fan base of a very niche style show yeah the interest would have been fine if it had been a normal break between seasons but it wasn't um now the other one is i can never remember if you've seen breaking bad or not I have, I have seen it. It's Better okay. Call Saul. I started Better Call Saul, yes. but never okay, got well, on this with is, it. That's fine then. Right, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna try not to outright spoil things about Breaking Bad, but there's a couple of comments I need to make. Okay. Basically, um, so it was affected by, by the um, the strike. But obviously, it survived. It, we got, we got the run. Yeah. Now, what I didn't realize, because of the writers' strike, the fi- the final two episodes of season one were delayed and because they were delayed basically the fate of one of the characters dramatically changed the original plan was to kill off um dean norris's character really in, in yeah in the final Isn't two he one of your favorite characters i love hank <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah in in the initial plan he they were gonna write him have him basically find out and get killed off in the final two episodes of season one, but wow. because of the strike, they delayed it and then they re- they changed it. Um, it also it doesn't go into any detail about this, but they also said that um, Aaron Paul's Jesse Pinkman was meant to also get killed off a lot earlier than he did, than that when I said than he did because that's not what happens. But yeah. they planned to get rid of him, and so the show the show would have been survived. drastically different if either of those things had happened. Right, Jesse. But... So like obviously the show survived the um. The, the strike and so it basically so did hank um, yeah but i thought that's it we always think about like well the strike like delays things it gets things cancelled it really affects yeah. negatively but in a way that i'd say it kind of made the character because hank in one season you don't really care that much about him in for a no, single he, season he's, a, he's quite a build character he's a slow boil character yeah. because he goes through a lot of like ptsd and stuff yeah, he, like, that's he, he very... goes through his weird like rock collecting phase, and that last season with him, which obviously leads towards his eventual spoiler alert death, yeah, is really impactful because of how long you've had to to get to know him. So just kind of because I can't quite remember how season one ends. I I I binge honestly right. 
I have considered so rewatching at some point, but I'm I not was a so really. late to the Breaking Bad yeah. fandom that it had finished by the time I started. I also I basically watched it, watched it all after it finished. All like immediately. Yeah, I watched it all in quite close proximity. I I, I really like Breaking Bad. I still stand by it. it's one of the better seasons shows that are out there. Um, but I just thought that was interesting that it's a show that survived, but it had an, a massive impact. And I haven't looked at any of these other films. Like there's, there's other things apparently, like Prison Break was affected by it. A, a lot okay. of the impact right. I'm uh, seeing is that shows were seasons were shortened because of the strike. Jesse Pinkman doesn't die. No. But I thought you were you you've referenced a couple of times of him dying, haven't you? Just now. No. Um. They no. Apparently they were they were original plan was to get rid of him a lot earlier. Okay. I, I said he died by mistake. And oh, right, okay. Because no, like, they, they don't actually, they don't kill Pajeshi off. He's a, he's a surviving character. That's yeah, yeah, he is. He's yeah. in, he's, he's, he's in the spin-off. Like the, the next step along, is it El Camino? Yeah, fair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I say there, there's a handful of like The Office US, 30 Rock, which I've never seen 30 Rock. I no, don't I'm know if it's any either. good. I mean, apparently Grey's Anatomy was affected, but it's been running for like a million years, so of course it was affected. Scrubs. Yeah. I, I, the, the the big thing is a lot of things were cut short or lost episodes because of it. Yeah. That, I mean, to be honest, I think that it was a different... Oh, this is going to sound pathetic. It was a different time back then when everything ran to a schedule. Yeah. Nowadays, we are used to waiting two years for Stranger Things to bother bringing out a new season. Do you know what I mean? It's that yeah. kind of... I saw a whole thing about that now, about how the delay of that will push the production back a couple of years. Which is problematic uh, when you're dealing with children. It's exactly what yeah. the, the, the TikTok about it was saying. The problem is, like, they're going to be significantly older than they, they're meant to be. They already were. Yeah. Like you look at that last season, they they were all so much older okay. than they really should have. A- actually, this was something I was talking to Carly about today, because we were talking about the fact that we are getting Harry Potter TV series. Yeah. And I made the point of saying they can't do a Stranger Things. We're dealing with children. Yeah. And it's school years, so we are going to have to have a season per year, every yeah. year. Yeah. Otherwise, if you wait two years, those kids are gonna grow up. Yeah, you got you got a plan for it. Yeah. Um. I mean, they probably would be best doing batches together. I don't know. Maybe doing se- like seasons one and two back to back or something. So they've got similar sure. aging. Yeah. Yeah. Um. To make it easy and then kind of churn it out when because you it, it is quite. Uh, staggering how much people change in that time. Like you look yeah. at the Stranger Things cast between each season. Yeah, I know there is a, a a period of time between like in in show how much time has passed, but it's not as much as their actual changing. The thing is, we've seen it before, and actually, I can name two series which have had to deal with the fact that they've got a child in their series. And the series time scale doesn't match how long it's actually taking to film it. One's The Walking Dead. Carl. Oh, Carl. Judith. 
Well, of Judith, all, all of them, things have caught up. By the time they really make Judith a, a character, yeah, it's not such a problem. But Carl, I mean, your seasons one and two and maybe three is all like a matter of weeks. Yeah. But in reality, it's three years. Yeah. And obviously Chandler Riggs, who played Carl, was getting older. In Lost, Walt. Walt, Walt. became a problem. Because that kid was shooting up. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. And they and in the end, they tend to get rid of him. That's ultimately what has to happen. Yeah. Uh, but this is the problem now, I think, that actually in streaming, you don't get the schedule like you do or you used no. to. They're and, not as strict about format either. They do their own length. They do, they have yeah, I mean, episode. it used to be on ordinary TV, something would start in September, it would be 20 epi- 22 episodes, and they're 45 minutes, and that was your structure every You knew year. the structure. You knew how yeah. long your show would be. But now, uh, this episode might be half an hour, this episode might be 70 minutes, and actually mm. we'll let you know when we're bringing them out. You know, it's yeah. that kind of, you know... It's, it's I, probably a good job these things are streaming, though, because, as I said, they don't work with TV scheduling now. No, not anymore. No. Uh, and sometimes you look at it and go, well, that's good because it doesn't mean you need to rush it. You can take your time and make the best product you can. Yeah. But then but, you kind of have that weird side of it's not necessarily negative because I think some of the time was warranted, but some was a bit long. You look, We've gone back to strange things again. You look at that last season. Oh. They went, you know what? We'll do what we need to do. And then you go, great. Sometimes a two-hour episode might be a bit much. Uh, the biggest problem I had with the last season of Stranger Things, and it was it was a good season. Yeah. I wish that I'd rewatched the season before. Yeah, I had that as well. Yeah, I'm like, I forgot where we are. That, what are we doing episodes, now? They were like, we're only going to have this many episodes, but they're going to be as long as they need to be. And you kind of think, you could have just split it. You could have just said, instead of doing, I can't, I can't remember how many episodes are, instead of doing like 10 episodes, you could have said, no, we're going to do, tw- there is 20. We've taken exactly the same period of time that we've, we've, we've produced. We've just broken it down into more watchable chunks. Yeah. Because I can say that, I mean, we, we binge watched the episodes we watched. Like you and me, we, we, we're binges. Mm. We sit and we watch. But I know a lot of people who didn't watch the episodes in their full because they needed to split them. But. I, I tell you what a lot of the TV series do, especially because they've got the budgets. Mm. They call them feature length. They're yeah. like, it's like a movie. They're like little films. Yeah. We've got a TV series made of 10 little films. <laughs> Anything actually, else you want to mention about the old strikey strikes? At, not actually the strike. Not really. Um, Really, from the 2007, obviously I mentioned the Family Guy being affected in a particular way. You said about, yeah. well, obviously it affected the course direction for Breaking Bad. Which is, I think uh, it's crazy. But I, in most cases, it cut a series short or something. A season short, not a series. Yeah. Um, we don't really know fully how the current writer strike will affect things. It just seems to be delays because yeah. they don't have scheduling. They don't no, have to It's be a lot freer it. now, isn't it? Movies are getting pushed back, but, you know, um, I'd rather them take their time and do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, no need to rush it, really. Because oh, uh, they're the ones who set the schedule, I guess. I mean, we so, are used 
we are now used to TV scheduling being all over the place. So, you know, um, but no, no, I think that's basically covered it. Um, it'll be nice when projects get back on track. Yeah. So hopefully the strikes will resolve soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay, so shall we go to something exclusive? I mean, we could do. That would um, be nice. Let's let's do that then. All right. Let's go into a world of exclusivity, the world that we've, we're always questioning for saying, right? And we very rarely are. That's why I don't <laughs> say it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, we're going to go into a patron exclusive world in three, a two... 700. Yeah. So, oh, Elon Musk. Eh? Huh? Elon Musk. Eh? Oh, yeah. Oh. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who do not pay for the exclusive content, I mean, we just added a third segment, yeah. basically. Third segment. And this one's called. Oh, I was going to think of something witty. Hang on. Insert something witty here. Uh... <laughs> You, yeah. you must be joking me. Ah, uh, <laughs> you must be joking me. Yeah. It's such a good title. <laughs> I, do you know what? I expected many things from this, and it was not that. You <laughs> must be joking. I'm sorry. You know what? If Elon Musk does not have a podcast with that by the end of the decade, ah, oh. oh, I'm quite happy with that. I really enjoyed that. Oh. Like, I was so <laughs> I was so unprepared for it. It's 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 the second best thing that's happened to me today. What was oh, the first thing? Honestly, the chef I work with was cooking some eggs. He picked the pan up. He turned around. The cook, imagine the cooker's on the left hand side. The like the table where you serve the food's on the right. He had two eggs in a pan on the left. He turned round with the pan in his hand to put it on the table, but he did it at such speed that the eggs flew out of the pan and hit the wall. And he, <laughs> he looked at me as if to say, "What do I do?" And what I responded with was just outright laughing in his face. Yeah, because. We were so busy and we did not have time for more eggs. But it was the fact that he turned around with such gusto and these eggs propelled themselves towards the wall of the cupboard. I was, and then I spent the next like 20 minutes just giggling like a child. Because every time I looked at him, the wall, any eggs or any pan or the floor <laughs> or just existed, I would break down. So, you know what? What you said is up there and nice. it's been a good day for funny stuff nice i'm happy with it i'm happy um shall we do some uh little casty couch couch i don't i don't know if we can peek after that oh we probably can't we're there <laughs> yeah go on then cool well welcome to casting couch <clears throat> right this this season you may have forgotten it's been a while uh we i need to note it down because that has got to be the title of the episode you must be joking me. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's relevant to something. It doesn't matter. It does in the not exclusive matter. bit. <laughs> oh. I, oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Nice. Nice. I'm happy. Um, yeah, casting couch. This season, we are casting Batman as if we were in charge of Batman. <laughs> That's um, a really weird way of saying it, but I like it. 
Nice. Um, and now we're not looking at the DCU. Nah. Ugh. We're not looking at the, the RPATS version. Nah, we are doing ugh. our own version here. Um, and this week, we are casting Commissioner James, a.k.a. Jim. I Gordon. thought you'd generally forgotten his name for a minute. I was just building. Commissioner... <sighs> No, I was building tension. Uh, right, so far, I mean, he's been played by recently Jeffrey Wright, which mm. was an odd one, but I quite liked him in the role. Yeah, uh, J.K. Simmons, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Uh, Pat Hingle. Great name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're looking at good old Jim. Uh, and I'm going to say, right, out of the castings that we've had so far this season some i've come with very few options yeah i have so many options oh, wow. but one of them i've not chosen and i am predicting now will be one of your options i find it unlikely i okay we're gonna see if it turns out that i'm right i will i will go that's the one yeah and i'll even say why i knew if you if you don't give the name then i'll probably still say who it is I they're, think they're not an option i'm putting for likely to be one you've thought about just because okay. oh, they're not thought about but the one you think i'll use because mine aren't what i would have thought i'd choose okay well we will see we yeah. will see uh i have got so many options you're like uh, james Corden. <laughs> no um i we, we we discussed earlier about the the age yeah now my first option is way older oh really that, yeah but it's someone that for absolutely years i've gone you should be commissioner gordon so i'm still putting them in fair i like that so i'm the first person i'm put up for jim oh is tom Selleck. oh mr Selleck. i've i've just always thought i mean you know that he rocks a tash got a good tash yeah, like and that. that's actually all you need from commissioner gordon that is true See, now i'm questioning because i don't know if my main choice could well, rock a good tash oh well if they don't then you, you mm. kick them out kick them out i didn't honestly think, i, I wasn't so thinking options. of the tash angle i have so many options tash angle okay now i, I like that nice that is a good that's a good option cool Bring me an option. My second option, Robert Redford. Uh, oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, that's not a name that you normally would. That's unusual. Right. How old? How old? Because my, Tom Selleck's like nearly 80, which is like 20 years older than I was really looking for. But I just think he's right. But Robert Redford, I mean, he looks... Probably. He looks like he's going to go at any I was point. thinking I could see him, because the thing is, sometimes Commissioner Gordon is, is, is a bit, he's like, a, a rule. He's 86. Is he really? No. Yeah, he's 86, Robert Redford. Robert. Right. Well, I don't know why I'm telling him off for aging. <laughs> no, no, it's well, well done, if anything. Well done, or be Yeah. Well, we, uh, we wanted older, and Rob, Rob's getting on. Um, hang on, I'm just looking at the age of my top choice, actually. Well, technically, Tom Selleck's my top choice, but he is older than I was looking at. Yeah. Um, bit this one. Oh, that's better. That's better. Oh, actually, now I'm not sure he is my top choice. Oh, no, you're doubting yourself. Right. 
I'm going to ask you to give me your top choice now because okay. I've got so many other choices. Cool. So I'm gonna, I'll probably going to rattle through a few of them just to kind of go, what about this one? What about this one? I like it. But, okay. Denzel Washington. No. <laughs> Who even are you? But then I was like, Where did that come then I, but then I was thinking, can't see him with a good tash. No. But not going to lie to you, completely forgotten about the tash, which I feel bad about now because it's like his thing. He's 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 got he's better at having a tash than he is at being a police officer. Right. It's the tash. That's that's all he is. Yeah. No. Yeah. I actually question if actually the tash is is Gordon and the rest of him is just someone else. It's that like was the partner. problem with Gotham because Ben McKenzie didn't really didn't bother with until the end. He got yeah, so in he the went end. tash at the end, yeah. didn't he? It he was their to. Smallville moment of well, now he can fly. Yeah, he, he <laughs> got right? his uh, tights. You'll so. get your tash when we end the series and yeah. haven't got to maintain it. Yeah, yeah, we get Batman for you to get a tash, okay? See, I'm now like, who else does rocks a good tash I can get rid of Denzel Washington with? Because I'm like, tash is more important. I can totally see Denzel being like your police chief and like rocking that. But I'm like, Tash is the thing here. I don't like what's happened here. I've made you think. That's that's what's happened. You hadn't considered the Tash. I hadn't considered the Tash. Hmm. That saddens me to my core. I'm going to stick with it because that's what I went with. Okay, originally. right, cool. And I feel like it'd be un- unhonest cool. of my time. I Or dishonest I, as the word goes. I am still considering. I'm not sure I've made a good choice. And I've, what's bad is I've got so many choices. The fact I haven't made a good choice is silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm. I was always going to put Tom Selleck in. That was always my, my thing. Um. Do you think Piss Brosnan would rock a tash well? Maybe, but have we not already done something with him? Oh, probably. No, we haven't. We haven't. No, not yet. Uh, it was actually Timothy Dalton. He he was he was placed earlier. We're just working away through the barn. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So here here is one of my options. I'm not going for. Okay. Someone who's actually already been in. Um, the Bat franchise already, mm, but as a different character. Okay. Uh, a little bit younger, but only just. I think it wouldn't matter that much. Uh, I considered Jeffrey Dean Morgan. See, I he did come to mind, but I was like, no, nah, he, he's been, he's in, he's in he the was Thomas one. Wayne, yeah, and I think Thomas. too much. But I would have liked him in the role, but I'm not going there. Yeah. Um, I'm now gonna say. The person who I thought you were going to say. Just because what I think you do sometimes is Google what other people want in the role. And a lot of people want Brian Cranston. But he's he's like a top choice. I like Brian Cranston. But that is an awful Commissioner Gordon. He is honestly quite a high choice for it. There are so uh, many better characters he could play. Any bit like Freeze, shove him as Freeze. Right. I think I can see him as this like professory evil, but I, I think Gordon's a waste of his his talent. So I've got I've I've got still three more people. Yeah, still got three more. And the person I thought I was gonna go with. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm now about to drop. 
So I'm going to say now, I might come back to it. I might go, actually, I am going to go. <laughs> right, you, you turn on it completely. Kenneth Branagh. Oh, okay. I, 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 he rocks a tash. I know he does because I've seen films with him with a tash. Time. Definitely a thing. Um, okay. Uh, my my next one, and again, this is one that was very, right until this moment, a possibility for me to put in. But I think it would be sacrilege compared to who he normally plays. Because he's known for his role in Batman animation. I was going to say Mark Hamill. The Mark Hamill. The Mark Hamill. However, I'm going to go for someone who I don't know if actually... I don't know how well he rocks a tash. So I'm now going to Google my actor. Hang on. Let me just... Let me just see if I can see this person with a tash. Right, this is absolutely awful. I googled actors who rock a moustache. Yeah. And I, I've ended up on hairstylecamp.com. And I'm going to say now, this is not a camp I wish to attend. <laughs> not because of my lack of hair, but because this is a, an article titled 35 Famous Celebrities with Moustaches. Who would you say is number one on that list? I'm hoping Tom Selleck's up there. Let me just have a quick scroll through. Who's in here? Oh, oh, okay. I know why you're on there. Uh, come on, Tom. If he's not, I mean, he's literally famous for having a moustache. Okay, Sam Elliott's number nine. I get that. Okay, good, yeah. good moustache. Yeah. Will Ferrell? No. Oh. Oh, Anchorman. He has yeah. a big old moustache. Nick Offerman. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Brad Pitt doesn't look good with a moustache. Yeah. Come on, you've got to be in here. I mean, number one will disgust you to your core. Oh, Just number tell. 19 is Tom Hanks. He does look a bit little tash. Oh, I don't know who you are. Geraldo Rivera? You look like a villain. Right. Come on, Tom Selleck. Come on, Tom. Tom Waters, I mean, it? he should be. He's literally He's got a bit. I mean, Lionel Richie's on here. <laughs> It's a bad list of sex. Roly Fingers? Who's Roly Fingers? I don't know. Or I, really I don't can. know, but he has got a good moustache. I'm sorry. No, I, I can't. I can't deal with this. Okay. Will Ferrell's on the list at number, like, wherever he is. Ron Burgundy's also on the list. Separately? <laughs> That's re- this is a bad list. You should never have gone on okay. it. All right, Sasha Baron Cohen is below him. Uh, the picture's Borat. I swear, if Borat's on this list as well. I know we're doing a segment, but this is important now. It's, a... it's Tom Selleck is number 32. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, keep in mind, on... right, number 33 is Chris Evans. He does okay. rock a good uh, tash. Uh, uh, uh. Who's number 35? Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Bearing that in mind, I'm yeah. going to read you the top, top three. Yeah. We'll go back to the top because... So keep in mind that these people beat... Yeah. No, I'm going to go from five, because actually, number four I get. Number five is Jared Leto. No, no, it's James Taylor. I just thought it was Jared Leto by the picture. <laughs> okay. There's Taylor. Number four, Henry Cavill. He does rock a good tag. Yeah, he does. No, he is. Fair. He does. And I, I mean, I'm a straight man, but that's a fit picture. That is, that's a good <laughs> tag. Um, num- number, number 
three is David Seaman. <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree oh, no, with this, He's David. famous for having yeah? a moustache. Okay. Number two yeah. is Bradley Cooper. Yeah, again, I've, he does have okay. a nice little passionness. Now, number one, keep in mind that this this is number one on mm. a list of people where Tom Selleck is like 32. Yeah. Will Ferrell's on it twice. Ashton yeah. Kutch is number one. Really? <laughs> and I will no. say, the, 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 oh, this disgusts me. I'm sending you a picture. This is I'm, the getting, photo. I'm getting another photo. This is the photo they've chosen to top the, the 35 best tashes with. I will say that uh, number number eighteen is Justin Bieber. Okay, what we got? That's the picture we've chosen to go with. Really? That little wispy thing. I'm just gonna just gonna pop over to Googly for a second because I reckon just with a simple Google so Ash Ashton Kutcher mustache. Boom! I've instantly found him with a much. In fact, every photo on here is better than the one they've used. I actually don't. Oh, here it is. There's literally nothing, no worse picture of his moustache than that picture. They made no effort. Come on, guys, from from whatever awful site that was. That sickens me to my very core. I was hoping it would give me inspiration Apparently, for a better actor. Apparently, it sickens him to his, his very core. I will say that number six is Daniel Craig. Because okay. he, does have a, he does have a tash in... Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting back to the casting. Sorry! Because it is 12 minutes past one in the morning. That is true. And we've still got another segment after this. That is true. Right, so let's round this one up. <laughs> right, so just to recap, because it's been a while. Much like this episode in the last episode, it's been a while. So we we actually tried to cast Jim Gordon. Mm. Uh, Liam so far has given wonder. us Denzel Washington. Yeah. Probably old Robert Redford. Yeah, I'm thinking I should swap out Denzel Washington for Ashton Kutcher. He's so clearly, the man, he's clearly the man to go for. Uh, I've already delivered the, the option of Tom Selleck. Yeah. And I'm feeling, quite, I'm feeling quite good about him at the moment. But actually, my top choice, and yeah. I've, just, I've checked, he looks all right with the massage. Stanley Tucci. Yeah, I get that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of the Tucci. Tucci. I'm a fan of the Tucci. But you must always get consent when you touchy. <laughs> I felt okay when I said it, but when you said it, it kind of made me go, oh. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, no. what's going to happen is when this episode goes out, I'm going to do a little poly poll on Twitter, which is now no longer called Twitter because it's called X. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about the fact we have to do that on here. Yeah. We've got to talk. It's irrelevant. What he does have a good touch, doesn't he? What must he be thinking? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we can all confirm that replacing the word "must" with "must" works and makes me happy to my very core. Unlike Ashton Kutcher on the top of the uh, mustache list. Yeah, oh, that's silly. Sickens me to my core. Yeah. The problem is. Stanley Tucci with the tash makes it look like he's just told you a really good joke and he knows it. That's what you want for Commissioner Gordon. I do. Now, what you don't want is policing. Because what's the point in Gotham? Because it's just too much, too much scrim. I think really would it kill Batman that much just to say goodbye every once in a while instead of just disappearing? <laughs> here, here, rude boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he a rude boy. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Bruce Wayne, the caped crusader, is in fact a rude, a rude boy. boy. Yeah. I stand by that. Um, but yeah, so those are four options. Nice. Those are four options, and I will X them out. And that's that's I'm crossing them out. Uh, I will put them out for a poll on the X. I don't honestly, it just doesn't work. I don't like it. I feel on, like because of that, we should just end the podcast. On the artist formerly known as Twitter, that's where you'll find a poll. There you go. Artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, my second favorite. My second favorite, Stanley. What's your second? What's your first name? What am I saying? Yeah, What's your first, first favorite? Stanley? My first favorite Stanley is Tucci. Oh, my yeah. second favorite is the bird from Twitter, whose name is Stanley. Is it? Is it? Pretty sure. Let me double check. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you're well, rattling on with nonsense. What is the Twitter bird's name? What is the Twitter? Boom. I've just put so many hashes on there. I need oh, it's Larry. I knew it was an Enoid. I thought it was Stanley. So, Larry, which I actually think is better than Stanley. <laughs> so actually, uh, you know what? There's no question. Stanley Tucci is my favourite Stanley. That was a journey. I wonder if the X has a name. Uh, Xavier? Yeah, it makes more sense. <laughs> well, not there, but it's, the problem that... It's still Larry. <laughs> <laughs> the X formerly known my, as Larry. My ex Larry. My ex Larry. I like yeah. that. Uh, not my current Larry though. That's I know, no, you don't. Good old Lazar. Anyway, uh, what's this week in Geek? Da, da, ba, da. Yeah, I don't know. Do we still have little jingles? I don't know anymore. Oh. You can sing one now if you want. I mean, I just did did my work there. Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It must be time to find out what's this wiki geek. Apparently three times is the limit. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first time it was all, it was amazing. The second time I was like, yes. Third time I rolled my eyes. <laughs> Do you know what? Apparently it's got the same rule of sneezes. Once you're like, oh, bless you. Two, you're like... Bless you. Three times like shut up now. <laughs> oh. oh. It must be love. Love love. Oh, four times is anger, apparently. Cool. So uh, this week in Geek. Cool. Uh I've got two bits of news. I must hear it. Okay. My turn. Pardon? I said it was I must hear oh. it. Oh, I see. I thought it could you hit yourself. I, I then like, hit the table over and over like a drum roll for myself. Okay, so I'm going to have a little bit of a rant. Okay. And by that I mean I'm going to read what I wrote on Facebook. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you, I believe, have seen a similar rant that I did on TikTok. Uh, so, Was that the one that I accidentally favourited? You favourited, I do it so often. I, every now and then I go through my favourites on TikTok and see what I've accidentally favourited. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to favourite that. So this is a rant, but there is actually some news in there, which I will then get to. So, two more films left on the DCEU slate before James Gunn reboots it all to the new DCU. 
a clean slate for audiences to get behind. A clean slate means we can't have the same Superman. So that's Henry Cavill out because he's too old. Enter David Corrinsweat. Looking just like Henry Cavill. New Superman also means new Batman. Naturally, as it's a reboot, goodbye Ben Affleck. Also, goodbye to Michael Keaton, who momentarily replaced Ben Affleck. Don't panic, though, because it's not George Clooney either. Fans may get their dream casting of Jensen Ackles in the role, but right now, all we actually know is that it will be someone new, not currently in the role. Except for Robert Pattinson, whose Batman films have nothing to do with the DCU and therefore have nothing to do with the DCU. The Wonder Woman movies are part of the DCEU, though, so will be rebooted to fit in with the new Superman and the new Batman films. So who's playing Wonder Woman in this reboot? Gal Gadot. You know, the same actress from the DCEU. That won't confuse audiences at all. So yeah, two films left on the DCEU slate before the reboot. Blue Beetle up next, but James Gunn recently said, as the film doesn't really involve any other characters, we could count Blue Beetle as the first character of the DCEU. Even though there's definitely another DCEU film coming out after that, another Aquaman film, with Jason Momoa, who may or may not be staying in the role for the DCU, or could possibly switch to playing a whole other character, Lobo, for the DCU. So, yes, Gal Gadot, right. So, in all the hoo-ha, Patty Jenkins, who wrote and directed the first two Wonder Woman films, outrightly said that she'd had a meeting with James Gunn where she'd presented him with the script for Wonder Woman 3 and he'd gone, no. It doesn't fit in line with my vision. So recently, while promoting another show, Gal Gadot has announced that she is developing Wonder Woman 3 with James Gunn. So, yeah, we've got David Corrinswet, who is our new Superman. That's that's done and dusted. That's there. That's official. I can't remember if it was last time we did a podcast. Is that news in itself? I don't I know. That's news, yeah. Yeah, so we got our new Superman. And to be fair, it looks like it's a good choice. Of course it does. He definitely looks like Superman because he looks identical to Henry Cavill. And we're going to get a new Batman, but obviously we don't know who yet. But I've said before on this podcast, for a whole reboot to really work, I think it needs to be a proper reboot and not cherry picking. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't pick and choose. So I don't understand how Gal Gadot staying on as Wonder Woman isn't going to be confusing. And why do we get her staying on, but not Henry Cavill and not Ben Affleck? And... Because I think at this point, Henry Cavill's just not allowed to keep any role. Apparently not. No. Witcher, that's gone. Oh. Superman, that's gone. <laughs> Where else it's... is he playing? Because he's not, that'll have to go now. No, uh, I mean, it might, it might turn around for him. He might end up as Bond. That might be his last laugh there. I don't know. That's true. That's a good way to go down in history. Right? Uh, I mean, there there are rumours that he is in talks with Marvel, but that's all rumours and speculation. It would make sense. He's a big name. Mm. Plus, well, at some, point, at some point, Captain Britain will be cast. So he would be a good shout for that. Um, but I also oh, think James Corden is looking for work. So. James Corden. 
Uh, actually, moving over to the MCU now, literally just before we started recording, some big Fantastic Four news happened. Um, we apparently, apparently, although there seems to be a mix-up in there, have had it now confirmed two of the four Fantastic Four members. Uh, we had heard, and this seems to be true, I'd heard rumours about it actually ages ago, Whilst everyone knows, like, Mr. Fantastic to be the the leader of the Fantastic Four, the film is going to make Sue Storm, a.k.a. Invisible Woman, the lead. Mm. Um, and she apparently has now been cast. It was rumoured that it was going to be Margot Robbie, but she apparently turned it down. Um, and Vanessa Kirby from the crown and the most recent mission possible films she's apparently been cast as sue storm uh along with her announcement it also announced who was playing her brother johnny storm now it was misinformed that jack quaid from the boys had been cast as johnny storm but jack quaid himself has said nope not me i'm i'm not it uh and it turns out that they got their j's and q's all confused and it's actually joseph quinn better known as eddie munson from stranger things apparently he has been cast as human torch i don't know how much of this is true as we've already established there's a riot strike and an actor strike yeah, so that, i don't know really limits where it could come from yeah uh so but the these are names that had been kind of put out there before along with so Adam Driver had apparently been offered the role of Reed Richards, but he turned it down because he couldn't connect to the script. Uh, in turn, it has apparently been offered to Matt Smith. He has not necessarily... No, not a choice. Uh, I prefer Matt Smith over Adam Driver. Oh, yeah, no, so do I, but it still feels like an odd one choice. Of the, one of the biggest problems, I think, with Adam Driver, and this is going to insult his fans here, and, and indeed Adam Driver, is Reed Richards is meant to be one of the most intelligent people mm. in Marvel. And for me, Adam Driver doesn't come across as that. Oh, no, shit, I could see him with intelligence. Uh, but Matt Smith, I mean, he was he was the doctor. He was Doctor Who. He, he has been the most intelligent person in the room, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I could see that working. And also, I could see him elongated. I could see him stretchy. Do you know but, what I mean? But also, tell me that you cannot see Adam Driver stretchy. I could see him all stretchy. I mean, you do in your dreams, but... Oh, yeah, that's how I get to sleep with a smile. But actually, this this is the thing, right? So, Joseph Quinn is British. Vanessa Kirby's British. Matt Smith, British. Yeah. You are getting a very... Brit- well, if he if he does sign on... It's very British casting at the moment. However, and if you need someone to cast as the thing and you need to complete the British set, as you're going to say James, stated, Corden, James again. Corden is available. Oh, dear. Uh, but apparently the com- confirmation is also that Doctor Doom isn't going to be the villain in the film. Isn't maybe not even going to be in the film. You cannot give him the surname Doom then if it's not going to be. Everyone is expecting Doctor Doom. Yeah. But it looks like it's gonna be Galactus. Oh, okay. They're looking at Antonio Banderas being the okay. voice Galactus. Um 
but yeah, so that's the big Marvel news. Uh, from a negative point, now I don't know where you're at because you were lagging. I don't know where you are with Secret Invasion. I may, I can't remember. I've watched no more since we spoke about it. Right, so I can't talk about plot. What I can tell you is that it is the most rotten series on Rotten Tomatoes. It currently has 7% score. Oh, really? It really hasn't done well. I can't tell you why now, because that will spoil Liam, because he doesn't know what's happening in the last episode. Uh, But people aren't happy. People aren't happy uh, with certain choices that were made. Um, But, hey... I actually didn't think it was a terrible series. Um, but what has happened recently is Bob Eagle, who's like Disney head honcher, he has basically released a statement recently saying that he recognises that all the Disney Plus series for the MCU and for Star Wars has been diluting the franchises. Yeah. So they will be maybe scaling back on how much they release. Which might be easier for people to track. Maybe. Uh, we do have two more Disney Plus MCU series coming out this year. We have Loki Season 2, which is coming out in October. And we've got Echo, which is going to be put out all in one go. All on the same day, which makes me think they haven't got a lot of faith in it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> when everything else is a slow drip, because they're like, people will do this. Yeah. It's kind of like they've gone, well, we've made this. We know you don't want it or need it and probably yes. won't like it. So just there it is. Put it all out there. Um, uh, what was I What was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, actually, this isn't a very geeky thing. I don't know. It's something I've been watching recently. The Australian version of The Traitors. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Finished it now. Done. Uh, the Australians actually have a second season. They're ahead of us. All right. Uh, but I've only watched one season. Really good. Um, whereas the American series was in the same Scottish place as ours, the Australians just—it's all out there. It's it's all yeah. out there, and they have high production values. Some of the, the the way they do it, they have more people. They had twenty-four people in it four traitors to begin with it was actually just very well done and it wasn't just a carbon copy of what ours was it's not actually the first time the australian traitors has come up i listened to a, a podcast and they were talking about the australian traitors but because of one person in particular paul, paul. was it about paul it's, it's because so... it's because of the way it's edited right so he's in it quite a way yeah he is just not focused on no at all and it's the, so weird the the, the the people the podcast i was listening to because they're, they're, they're not an entertainment podcast that like about tv they just happen to be discussing it they were saying maybe that there's something something's ha- come out about him since they filmed and they actually can't f- focus on him too much um which is actually i mean this is technically a little bit of a spoiler but he does get quite far mm into the show and when you've only got a handful of people and he's one of them yeah it does get harder for the series to really focus on him i mean even at the bit when they're voting around they won't really show his face as he's voting 
Yeah, see, I, this is what they were saying. They were saying the, the editing choices. If there is nothing wrong with Paul, or there's yeah. nothing happened, it's it's a weird editing choice because mm. it is clearly a conscious choice. Apparently, oh, it is. They do their best to not put him in shots if they can handle it. So, and that to me definitely sounds like he's done something dodgy. Yeah, there's, there's something. And they've gone, well, he's in it. We can't ignore he's in it, but we also let's try and ignore he's in it. Yeah, it's, it was weird, and it was something I was watching all through it. Um, all I'll say, and this is something that I've noticed, I won't mention names so that if you're going to watch it, you're not going to be, like, properly spoiled or anything. Every series, so we've watched the British one, an American one, and an Australian one. Sooner or later, there'll be one traitor who decides that the best route is to throw the other traitors under the bus. Oh, of course there will be. And it's just like, who's going to be the ultimate bad guy? Because there's always one, you know, there's always. Uh, and it was it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because it does make good TV. But at the same time, because I don't know if you do it, but like me and Carly, when we're watching it, we can do the This is what I do. Yeah. And first things first, don't throw everyone under the bus. Look out for each other. You you can do that at the end because at the end of you know, but yeah. literally in in the thing, it's just ah, oh, and you start you start kind of getting annoyed with them. Also, there's this weird thing. So this is this is really early on in the series, so not a major spoiler. You've got someone in there who talks to ghosts, and she kind of talks to the dead. And it's the dead who are helping her decide who the traitors are. Oh. And for no real reason, because she doesn't get voted out, she doesn't get banished. She says, basically, the spirits have told me it's these four people and I'm leaving. Bye. And literally, she just gets up and leaves. She asks if she can leave the room and that's the end of her. And for no reason at all. No reason at all. Well, that sounds like the ghost's daughter. What is funny, though, is out of the four people that she names, two of them are traitors, but two of them aren't. But that makes everyone suspicious of these people all round. Because it's like, well... Do we I mean, be- surely, if the woman who says she can speak to the ghost says anything, they should instantly be ignored. Yeah. <laughs> In a game like that, you're like, Tracy's crazy. No, Tracy. Um... So, you went, did I'm, you not? Did you not go see Barbie? Did I, did I, did oh I, yes. Uh, so to be honest, right? Life has ticked on, and it's weird having like six weeks between episodes of this book because I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Uh, yes, saw Oppenheimer and Barbie in the same day. Barbenheimer or whatever. Barbenheimer. Yeah. yeah. Um, watched Oppenheimer first, mm. and it was done in such a way because honestly, we we booked late. And we had very few choices. And Oppenheimer ended. At, uh, like we left. We left the cinema screen. At 6.58. And I was sat in my Barbie screening at 7.04. It was like. It, it was a, a sharp old turnaround. Just yeah. enough time to have a wee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and go in. Uh, very different experiences. Not I can imagine. Um, myself and Carly had different experiences as well in terms of which we preferred. Uh, because for me, 
Oppenheimer is a very serious film. Yeah. Uh, and it is a film as opposed to a movie. Yeah. What it does do, which is distracting, it has so many famous faces in it who just oh, pop really? up and to a point of every time you've got a new scene, you're like, guess who the celebrity is? It's like, oh, okay. So now it's my bad for not realizing Florence Pugh was in it. Probably should have. She was like one of the more bigger characters. Yeah. But then Josh Peck's in it. And then Jack Quaid's in it, and then Remy Malik's in it, and just and Gary Oldman's the the president, and it's just there's just so much always constantly going on. Um, it is very good. I mean, it, it is very good. And then we went into Barbie, which is it's it's a different experience completely. I can imagine. Um, and I, you know, I have to be careful because whenever you say anything negative about Barbie, you get cancelled. So. Um, and we've only just come back, so we really had to... <laughs> all I'm saying imagine. is for quite a strong feminist film, yeah, where it is very much about being a strong female and positive, and all of that goes up with it. Its best character is a male, <laughs> it's it's Ken, Ken, yeah, Ryan Gosling's Ken is, is the standout, yeah, he's the one with all the online attention, yeah. Um, and deservedly, but you know, it's it's kind of an odd one. Um, my biggest actual criticism of the now, I will say, I enjoyed the film. It's a fun film. Yeah. Um, and largely, it is enjoyable. The bit I didn't like was so when you're in Barbie Land, everything's over the top. Everything's as if you're a toy, basically. Uh, it's just like you don't have to worry about actually getting dressed. You, the clothes just will magically change. You don't need to worry about how to get into the car. You'll just be, you'll car. go there, right? My issue is when they go to the real world, how silly the real world is. Oh, really? Because that's where Will Ferrell is and his executives who are all completely over the top and a bit simple and silly. <laughs> and for me, I wanted a contrast between the real world to make it real and yeah. Barbie Land. I could deal with the silly. I, in Barbie Land, I accepted any silly thing that they did because it's Barbie Land. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I really kind of almost resented the silliness in the, in the real world. Uh, but on the whole, had a good cinema outing experience watching the two of them. Um, I would say also, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm i talking, I take it you've not seen either or have you seen nope. one of them? Not seen uh, do you intend to? I will definitely watch them both. I will probably watch Barbie first. I won't be seeing either in the cinema. Um, I mean, I'm... Not not for lack of want to do, timing, time-wise. I just, yeah. I'm not getting a chance to. It, I mean, it's it's an odd one. It's an odd one. I have, I have seen that people are trying to do it with other things now because of Barbenheimer being becoming such a thing, yeah. and people have noted that the Paw Patrol movie is coming out on the same weekend as the new Saw film. Yeah, I so did. Saw, Saw Patrol. Patrol, yeah, Saw Patrol, yeah. I, that. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting that these two very different films are have become a double feature for people. Yeah. Uh, I know Tom Cruise, because the week previous, I saw 
Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. Yeah. Uh, which I really I love the Mission Impossible films. I also happen to love Hayley Atwell. So now she's in Mission Impossible. That's a good time for me. Um, but it is Mission Impossible Part One, and I kind of had made an assumption. Now we are getting into spoiler territory if you haven't seen these films. I assumed because of other films that are part one and part two, even if they've got different titles, is that maybe the bad guys win in the first one. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. But that's not what happens with Mission Impossible. It's literally, you just haven't finished. It's just a bigger story. You you get so far, right, we're there, okay. Normally with like a part one, there's something to be like, well, this is your end. There was. I mean, there was a big set piece. One, I mean, definitely spoilers. I'm not going to say who, but there is a character who dies. And that definitely is obviously a little bit is, of a is thrust. It Tom Cruise? Does Tom Cruise die? It's not Tom Cruise, and it's also not Hayley Atwell, just to put that out there. Because <laughs> you'd be a lot sadder otherwise. Yeah, I, I would be. There is no, There are very good... There's a. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, also, because this isn't like a secret, the bad guy, although there are people, it's AI. Mm-hmm. Like AI is the overall, and how it becomes the villain and it what it can do is sort of like something to think about, you know. Um, down to as an example of something that does happen, someone gets a phone call from one of the other agents, but it's not AI is impersonating the voice. So you literally, because it it tracks you, it understands your personality, it can copy you. Yeah. It's like, so you can't trust any, on a series that's basically built on technology, you can't actually trust technology. And that is an interesting point for it. Um, So no, I would, I will say out of Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer and Barbie, Mission Impossible was totally my film out of the, out of the three of them. Yeah, it was going to be though for you. Uh, Tom Cruise didn't like the fact that that these films came out so close to each other because mm. it meant that they were sort of competing. But actually, unfortunately for him, no, Oppenheimer and Barbie didn't compete. They became a double feature. Yeah, but you... Mission Impossible that got knocked off by coming by coming out that extra bit early. It then... It's become an experience, isn't it, to get to see the two together? Yeah, it's and very... it wouldn't surprise me if streaming services like Prime do a deal where you can rent them both for a double Maybe. feature rental or Maybe. something. I mean, it is interesting. It's not an obvious double feature. It's just it's not. Big. But that's just... not. That's how these things happen. They yeah. just form and they just happen. I mean, why I, I said to Carly is I think the the odd thing is. They are two massive releases. And normally you spread them out. You normally don't have two massive releases come out in the same week. Yeah. Because they all want the box office. So it's... I don't know. It's, it's, it's an odd one. But I don't think either has been harmed by it. Maybe Mission Impossible has. <laughs> but, but those two. Um, what's the next big film out? Obviously the next... Superhero film out is Blue Beetle. 
Um, ah, there was a film I wanted to see. I know Carly wants to see the new uh, Haunted Mansion, but I've heard bad things so far. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I tell you what is getting good reviews right now. The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is it Mutant Mayhem? That's that's doing quite well. That that's looking quite good at the moment. Um, there seems to be a big push for animation right now. Kind yeah. of like not Thanks. not your not your average sort of. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the word average and Pixar in the same breath. But we're used to like your your Pixar releases. But since like the Spider Verse came out. There's been, I think, a push for bigger I think animated films. People are realizing that anyone can kind of see that, that stuff. Yeah, it's not just just a kids thing. Yeah, um, but no. So that's and so part of me would maybe like to quite see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Yeah. Um, I mean, though, right now there probably is actually loads of dudes. Because of how long it's been since the last episode. But because there is a writer and actor strike on. Oh, no, I will say just because I'm I'm just now playing catch up with Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I'd waited until a particular episode came out for me to get Paramount Plus again because I'd stopped it. Yeah. Uh, And in the space of, I'm going to say, three weeks. Um. A massive crossover episode between Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks, which that's that was the episode. I haven't watched it yet. I'm 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 working my way towards it. I've seen clips of it. Um, I I love Boimler, actually the Jack Quaid character in Lower Decks. So I'm the fact we're getting to see a live action version of him. Quite happy. Uh, but what literally dropped? I think to well yesterday maybe. I don't know. Um. The musical episode. Star Trek's first ever musical episode has now dropped. Uh, Which, I mean, apparently 10 original songs are in the episode. Um, I've seen a review. I haven't read all of the review, but the review is actually split between two writers because the main writer for this website that I go on, trekmovie.com, isn't particularly a fan of musicals. So he didn't feel like that he was actually necessarily the right person to review it. But as an episode of Star Trek, he said what he liked was just because they did this big, spectacular musical, it was still integral to the series. It had important plot points for the over arc. They didn't shy away from everything. It literally resolved certain things before the final. It, it, It was a prop. It's still an integral not a throwaway episode. I like that we still do musical episodes. I think that's a great thing. Well, there was a year where almost, I think they all were doing it. Yeah, they? there must be a reason behind that as well. There must be something that triggered that. I think uh, something did a musical, because obviously like Buffy Vampire mm. did a musical episode. But there was, I think something did it. It was popular. I think at the time Glee was quite popular as well. Maybe. But I, I I guess it must come from the fact that a lot of actors in Star Trek are quite talented and they do tend to sing. 
yeah and stuff i so i guess it probably came from them having a thing on set or something but you know and people going we could actually make a story of this uh so i haven't haven't got that far but so far i am hearing quite good things um they though i did say it will probably be one of the more controversial episodes of star trek because you will get the people who absolutely love it and some people who throw it away because oh yeah some people would not hate it yeah uh, but hey, that I think that's all I've got. I don't know if you've got anything. I have nothing. You've got in your life at all. That's quite. <laughs> I uh, have nothing. I haven't really watched anything new. Oh my headphone. I've not really watched anything new. To be honest, not really. Um, the new season of Good Omens is out. I know that. Um, yeah. haven't haven't watched that yet. In fact, actually, I thought we were going to watch it today yeah and then carl asked well yesterday and but carly suggested actually we should probably give supernatural another go so i'm back on season one of supernatural okay i I will get there eventually quite a journey ahead of me i feel (laughs) yeah just carry on my way with them yeah (laughs) um but in that case shall we shall we round it off no i want to do another hour I mean, but I no. would probably not survive. It's it's near two a.m. So yeah, we should probably. Okay, dokie. Right. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wind it wind it on down. Um, when, the episode, it on down. when the episode goes live, you'll be able to to head over to X. Oh, hey. I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't care. You can head over to Twitter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Justice for Twitter. Um, <laughs> hashtag Justice for Twitter definitely the most important hashtag in the world at the moment um you can head over to hashtag justice twitter and uh vote on the polls for the episode other than that tobias yeah we've been going long enough and we really we really must say goodbye now oh good night stay safe everyone and most importantly stay mad.